1: I'm feeling 2022. Funny, clever. They've seen the TikToks. This is this is good. But you know what's really specific about this
0: merch?
2: The confetti. Hi, I'm Madison Malone kircher and I'm Allegra Frank, sitting in for Rachel Hampton. And you're listening to IcyMI, in case you missed it, Slate's podcast about internet culture.
0: Welcome to the new year, IcyMI guys. I'm so glad you're here with us as we enter the second. Uh, I'm going to cheat a little. The
2: second calendar year of our show. <laughs> and welcome back, Allegra. Hi, Madison. Glad to be back for year two. Almost. <laughs> yes, a very a very
0: official, totally not-fudged number. I don't know about you, but my TikTok feed has unsurprisingly begun filling up with hashtag new year, new you, wellness, fitspo, be that girl content, um, I think to encourage me to improve myself somehow in the new year but um i'm not
2: into it no yeah thankfully i don't get any kind of encouraging content on any of my feeds i've i've worked my algorithm properly to know that i do not need or respond to encouragement
0: okay well I'm impressed with you, but for those of you listening who are perhaps more like me than Allegra and are beginning to be tormented (laughs) by uh, the ghosts of the alleged better version of yourself, we are here with a little reminder, uh, and it's that, one, you can and should skip it entirely, and that, two, the best way to teach your For You
2: page that you don't like something is to swipe as quickly as humanly possible. It's kind of like with tinder right you gotta just you don't even want to (laughs) look yes but more importantly because uh if you watch too much
0: of a given video uh tiktok will interpret that as interest whereas the tinder date may never find you that sounded so ominous threatening (laughs) Unlike Tinder, TikTok will find you if you're not TikTok will find you. Also, just as a reminder, you can also dislike videos on TikTok. It's sort of a hidden feature. Uh, by long pressing on your screen while you're watching a video and then selecting not interested. Uh, but TikTok learns based on the amount of time you spend watching something. So really, the minute you hear, <laughs> take a picture of yourself now and in 2020, just skip. That's a great tip. I did not know about the long press. Yeah, the long press. It's it's almost like they don't want you to find it. (laughs) Wonder why. So while you're all testing that out, we've also got to talk about, we simply must discuss,
2: Taylor Swift. (laughs) It could not be a new year without a new Taylor Swift update for Madison. (laughs) It couldn't be. But also, I swear I didn't make this up.
0: The woman has claimed 2022 for her her own. Oh, God. Later in the show, we're going to have an interview with a Taylor Swift fan a candidate for New York State Assembly, and uh, the vax daddy himself, Hugh Ma, uh, the creator of TurboVax. We'll be talking with him about his experience creating that website, which helped New Yorkers navigate vaccination appointments in 2021. We also get into his run for office, his favorite Taylor Swift tracks, but Allegra, first, are you feeling 2022?
2: Uh, I can't speak for me, Madison, but I know one person who is, and it's Taylor. After the break, we'll be back to talk about
0: the woman who's branded the whole year after herself, my girl, Taylor Swift. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, we are back. And so, much to Mike Lee, is Taylor Swift. (laughs) Did she ever leave? I mean, not my heart, not my mind were really the cultural spotlight during the year 2021 with her uh, re-release of Red, parentheses, Taylor Swift's version, and uh, the 10-minute All Too Well, or sorry, All Too Well, 10-minute version, TS version from The Vault. <laughs> the woman has, has been in the spotlight all year long and uh, doesn't appear to be uh, stepping back into the shadows
2: anytime soon. No, not at all. Because we both saw this, uh, Madison. Last week, a new hashtag started to pop up on Twitter, which happens—I mean, every single day. But this one came with a little—a uh, little flare attached. So you know, you, you know, know it's legit. You know it's legit. It's not just someone trying to make up something grassroots style. It's someone throwing their money behind it. Uh, hashtag, I'm feeling 2022 which has a little, like, TS next to it when you type it out on Twitter, Um, a little red TS. That's sort of the new Taylor's version red logo. So it's it's clearly – it's not just Taylor fans coming together and coming up with this. Taylor is the one who is spearheading this. She's branding the whole year after her song on her own. It is Taylor's 2022.
0: I mean, it is, and I am just living in it. Though if I may defend Taylor – I will say this is perhaps Taylor Swift capitalizing on 2022 and then Twitter capitalizing on Taylor capitalizing on 2022. <laughs> it a all starts of, with Taylor. A
2: lot of T's in there. Lots of T's all starting with
0: Taylor. Have you, uh, I don't know why I'm about to pose this like it's a normal question, but uh, for me it is. Have you looked at her merch store recently? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Glad that you asked and realize it's not a normal question, but uh, at your earlier insistence, I did, and- this girl, I mean, she's ready to go. As I said, it's not an organic hashtag at all. It's something that she very conspicuously has planned out ahead of time, this hashtag I'm feeling 2022. Because if you look at Taylor's merch store, uh, there are shirts, there's banners, there's headbands, all kinds of cutesy Taylor-centric merch with this new phrase, I'm feeling 2022, printed on them.
0: I love her. I'm nothing but impressed. At some point, We, the proletariat, will rise up and grab our pitchforks and take down Taylor Swift. (laughs) And I will be sad when that day comes. It's going to be when she's in
2: the frickin' White House, honey. That's when that's happening.
0: (laughs) But until then, she will continue to sell excellent merch. But uh, more recently, she posted a TikTok about the end of the year also with her cat, Benjamin, who uh, is apparently 22 in cat years. Allegra, do you know how cat years are counted? I don't.
2: Oh god, I know dog years are 7 years. 22 in cat years s- sounds pretty young though. So I'm going to say that cats pretty young. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. I googled cat years and the first thing that comes up from a website I'm not going to name cuz I haven't fact checked says that the first year of a cat's life is equal to 15 human years, but that the what? second year, the second year is equivalent to 9 years. And after the second year,
2: each additional year is equal to about four human years. I'm sorry, do I need, like, PEMDAS to count how old a cat is? <laughs> I, we are going to later in a bonus episode do the math
0: required. I, the quadratic equation is involved. I can't do this. <laughs>
2: I see those negative B. Bless your penis and squirt, All over 2A. I was so bad at math as a child. Oh my God. I am breaking down. I'm breaking down mentally right now. <laughs> That's all I got. So she posts this TikTok. Uh, we're not doing the math. We're
0: just going to believe her that Benjamin, her cat, is 22 in cat years. Hashtag I'm feeling 2022. There's a TikTok filter that will give you an I'm feeling 2022 headband, much like the one you can buy. Mm hmm. <laughs> Very cute. (laughs) No no stone unturned, no revenue stream unforged.
2: So apparently, though, you found out that this marketing campaign is actually a little bit older than we expected. Taylor's been kind of putting in the the roots of this for a a longer time than you or I even knew.
0: Well, yes and no, because as with all good things on the Internet that become Mm -hmm. corporatized, this didn't start with her. It did in that she obviously wrote the song, I'm, I'm Feeling 22, which, great jam. It is a perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes. But <laughs> back in November, uh, there was this one TikTok sound that started popping up, and it's very, very popular. Um, it's by the user at It's Troy Young. Um, so it's a fan edit. Let's play a little. It's been used in like 28,000 TikToks at this point, and I have heard many, many variations on the 2022 clip. Like, it's just, it's out there, it's going around. I feel like this is a good moment uh, to mention that when I turned 22, my friends did make me breakfast at midnight, and it was uh, a real high point for me.
2: I feel like every person who turned 22 after the song 22 came out had an infinitely better 22nd birthday than anyone who turned 22 before 22 came out.
0: Entirely. Um, All over TikTok, though, people are using this audio to announce their plans and their resolutions for the new year. But all I can thinking is that uh, the, the master plan of Taylor Swift, this is such a genius move to grab a whole year for yourself, you know, to keep the energy going for
2: an album re-release or two or three who knows um but obviously you know as popular as taylor swift is and as beloved as her moves often are by her fans and everyone else surely there's backlash there's always backlash so there must be some people who are like frustrated that taylor is trying to lay claim over a year already right
0: This is why I hate talking about Taylor Swift on the show, because no one will just let me go for 20 minutes talking about how much I love her unabashedly and uncritically. Let's be honest,
2: Madison. People hate her.
0: (laughs) That's true. Yes. Uh, Specifically, uh, people were a little irked with the $23, I'm feeling 2022 headbands she's selling, uh, plus shipping. Plus, who knows when those will arrive because supply chain. So if you're uh, looking to make your own, I found a really great TikTok tutorial for about uh, 6 bucks.
2: I am in love with the new Taylor Swift merch, but I was not paying $23 for a headband I'm going to wear once. So I made it. I took a letterboard, a headband, a pair of scissors, some...
0: I mean, I don't even a own a glue gun. gun and so really, and got I'm in it for the 23 bucks. Taylor. Take my credit card. <laughs> You'll let her do the work for you. Of course, as always, Taylor Swift is... Uh, Never one to let a moment go by without perhaps allegedly maybe
2: dropping an Easter egg. Oh boy! Always. What's this one about, Madison? I'll let TikTok tell you. Then if it's wrong, it's not my fault.
1: Now I know what you're thinking. I'm feeling 2022. Funny, clever. They've seen the TikToks. This is this is good. But you know what's really specific about this merch? The confetti. And which song does Taylor sing about confetti in? Long live. So, does this mean that we're getting speak now in 2022?
2: Okay. As as fascinating as that was, we don't have time to get trapped in the world of Taylor Swift fan theories again. And I know that that is a rabbit hole that you are very keen on going down. <laughs> Look,
0: there's still time for this to pan out. December 2022 is uh, a whole year away.
2: Well, okay. I will see you on that episode in th- 360 some odd days. But now it's time to take a break so Madison can go check her mailbox for the Taylor Swift 2022 merch she's still waiting on. And when we get back, we'll have Taylor Swift fan and New York State Assembly candidate Hugh Ma with us. Okay, and we're back. And it turns out we're back with another Swifty.
0: That's right. Uh, turns out Huma is is uh, one of us. One of us. Here's a chat I had with him earlier about his viral Twitter organizing turned political campaigning. And of course, because I'm me and Rachel is on vacation, Taylor Swift. Can't wait to hear how he's hashtag feeling 2022. Hugh, welcome to ICYMI.
1: Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: So how did you come up with creating TurboVax? Walk us through that process.
1: Yeah, well, I, I sort of built TurboVax because I was facing this problem myself. I was trying to get a vaccine from my mom. Uh, this is in early January when vaccine supply was still extremely limited. And, uh, you know, it's night and day, uh, not, not today and, and what it was earlier. Uh, but, you know, I, in order to find this vaccine... I had to go on four and five different websites, refresh all day, call different landlines. I knew that for people who maybe were not as you know, technology inclined or people who were working, this was an impossible task. Uh, so I, I built TurboVax just to centralize it and give people a, a better option uh, to, to find their, their vaccines. And I didn't know that it would blow up to, to be something like this.
0: I feel like I'm just going to take my moment to say thank you. (laughs) I used it. I used it for friends. I used it for my mom. Uh, If you weren't in New York City or if you're in a place where it was maybe the vaccine rollout was handled better, does that place exist? It's really hard to overstate how bungled it was here (laughs) in the boroughs.
1: You know, I I will say it, it was difficult. And I think everyone was sort of like putting... The plane together while flying it, I, I believe mm-hmm. that's you know that, that's what it is, and I do believe that everyone was trying doing their best, uh, but uh, we needed a little little extra oomph to get it over the <laughs> top and I'm really fortunate to have had the, the skills and the opportunity to to give back to my neighbors
0: and that extra oomph cost you precisely how much. <laughs>
1: Yes. Well, it it cost me uh, $50. This is Canon now. Uh, and a lot of my free time.
0: As TurboVax was gaining notoriety and, and becoming this important platform that many of us in your city were using, you were also gaining uh, personal notoriety. <laughs> what was it like becoming known as Vax Daddy?
1: I'd say it, it was a trip. Uh, I will just say that DMs were slid. But I really just enjoyed the opportunity to, to give back.
0: For a little bit more description, uh, what Hugh Experience was becoming what I'll describe as a a public health thirst icon. Seems like a <laughs> fair way to put it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is that is one way to put it. Uh, but I, I was f- f- squarely focused on, on building a website that, that could help others.
0: Hugh, I have to imagine... This was a stressful time also, right? Did you feel a personal responsibility for the followers in this community you were building as they were, you know, successfully or, or not successfully? I checked out your mentions often, uh, booking <laughs> vaccines.
1: I did feel some sort of burden. And people, for one reason or another, started looking at me as a expert or as some sort of resource. And I code for a living. This is, this is new to me.
0: Absolutely. How do you see what you learned in that process in forming a run for office?
1: I think the big thing, the, the theme of my, of, of my campaign is, is, is a government that really centers on, on the needs of, of regular New Yorkers. And I built TurboVax because the government was not meeting our needs when it came to this vaccine distribution problem. And now when I'm thinking about the really big issues of our time, such as Climate and housing and transportation. I also don't feel like the government is meeting our needs, so uh, I'm going to take my platform and and hopefully advocate for the needs of my neighbors. Uh,
0: so you actually temporarily shut down Turbovex in February in a stand against the surge in anti-Asian hate crimes, um, and you helped raise thousands of dollars to support Manhattan's Chinatown. Was there any point in the process where your activism made you a target of the very hate you were trying to combat?
1: When. I shut it down. People replied asking, saying like this will do nothing. You're you're simply punishing others for for this violence who have nothing to do with this anti-Asian violence. And I th- I think the point that I wanted to make was that if we don't listen to the needs of Asian Americans, you know, we risk losing the contributions of Asian Americans as well. And I think through this point, through this action of suspending the website, I think I was able to make that pretty clear, and 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 hopefully raise more awareness and 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 work together and unify against mm-hmm. this common problem.
0: Absolutely, I am going to bring us back to the the Vax Daddy pandemic hottie moment, purely because I think it was a very funny moment in in internet time where suddenly the objects of internet affection, let's say, it was, we were so thirsty for, like, competence, answers, intelligence, like, just <laughs> someone help us, please. How did it feel about becoming one of those pandemic-era hotties? Is that, we'll go with that. <laughs>
1: uh, it was fun. It was fun. And... I got a lot of memorable (laughs) replies and DMs, but I think the one thing that was funny that stuck out was someone said that I was the opposite of a milkshake duck, and I I thought that was interesting. Um, There's a lot of other tweets that I probably should not be sharing at this time, Uh, but I hope that energy carries through as I am pursuing this next step.
0: I'm curious about the DMs and replies. Was there anybody in there that surprised you or any celeb appearances that really tickled you?
1: Yes, so I remember Yashar gave me a retweet before before he he went into hibernation. Uh, I remember Bowen Yang coming out of you know Twitter uh, hibernation to talk about me, and that was interesting. What did Bowen uh, have to
0: say, Hugh?
1: <laughs> Only good things. Only good things.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna find this tweet and read it later uh i heard through the grapevine that you might be a taylor swift fan is this true
1: this is true this is yes we can confirm i will go on the record
0: you will go on the record wow wow
1: brave happy belated to to taylor her her birthday is a day after mine
0: oh well happy belated (laughs) to you also
1: thank you thank you
0: so you remember taylor swift's birthday all too well
1: (laughs) yes yes the 10 minute version
0: (laughs) of course uh well, I have to ask then, is there a Taylor Swift song you would say could underscore your campaign?
1: Um, hmm, that's a good question. I would say, Look What You Made Me Do.
0: Ooh! And
1: yeah, I think I never really intended to build this tool that helped so many of my neighbors or run for office. Uh, but I'm here. I'm excited to do it. And I'm looking forward to to representing my neighbors in Western Queens
0: look what you made you do thank you so much for joining us on the show today this has been great
1: thank you so much it was uh, a real pleasure look what you made me do look what you made me
0: do look what you just made me do look what alrighty that is the show we'll be back in your feed on Saturday so definitely subscribe we're free and it's the best way to make sure you never miss an episode well we might be busy the show is free that's what I meant leave us a rating and review and Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about us follow us on Twitter. We're at ICYMI underscore pod, which is where you can DM us your questions. I swear to you, we read every single one. Uh, And if Twitter's not your thing, there's always email. uh, ICYMI at Slate.com.
2: ICYMI is produced by Daniel Schrader. Our supervising producer is Derek John. We're edited by Forrest Wickman and me, Allegra Frank. Amber Smith is Senior Manager of Podcast Audience Development. And Alicia Montgomery is Executive Producer of Slate Podcasts. See you online or wearing a 2022 headband.
0: Oh, wait. Or would we say, he's feeling 2020 Hugh? No. (laughs) No!